Greetings, everyone, and welcome back to the Midweek War! We are back. I am Mad Mike. We are here to talk some NXT. Um, oh, man. Uh, wow. Big day for NXT. Big day. Uh, with me, as always, to talk about NXT is the voice of Inspire Pro Wrestling, Eamon Payton. How are you, sir? I am fantastic. I'm excited to talk about midweek wrestling because I haven't got to talk about it for a while. So this will be fun. Yeah, uh, sorry about the delays and the late shows and the non-shows. Uh, blame New York Comic Con. Blame my schedule. Uh, yeah, but we we are here. We are back. We are ready to talk NXT, and we are going to do this the exact same way we always do. Eamon, what's your word for NXT? Uh, my word for NXT this week would be uh... – God, I, come back to me. I can't think of Okay. My, my word is going to be crossroads. Uh... Uh, I, yeah. <laughs> I kind of also want my word for TNA to be crossroads, but, like, in a completely different meaning. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know if I can make lucha like my lucha word crossroads. Maybe. Oh, actually. Oh, fuck yeah! I could. I could. All right. My my word is gonna be crossroads for all three episodes, and it will mean something different for each show. I'm making that vow right now. All right. So, Eamon, what is your word going to be? Uh, My word is gonna be. (laughs) My word is gonna be rude. Uh, because it has two meanings. Yes, it does. How rude. How rude. Um, <laughs> it, it was pretty glorious. Though. Um, okay, so, Eamon, uh, basically, I mean, last weekend, actually, we didn't miss too much. We missed Andrade turning on Cedric after they lost their match. And some more, like, Joe beating up people. Yeah, that was basically it, right? I mean, <laughs> that was a great debut from Dan Matha. Oh, poor Dan Matha. Poor Dan. Like, not really, but poor Dan Matha. If we were gonna do last uh, last week's like show, my bad would have been Dan Matha's back me. <laughs> it was really bad. Also, I think he's cross-eyed. Like, <laughs> if he wasn't, he is now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah. I mean, last week. Uh, I, I was able to watch it, but you know, wasn't really able to talk about it because con. Um, okay, so this week, what would your good be, Eamon? Um, I have a toss-up between two. Um, my good, I, I out of those two, my good's gonna go to the Sanity debut. Yeah. Um. Uh. It was they they were announced that they were gonna be a part of the Dusty Classic, uh, and they took on uh, Bobby Roode and Ty Dillinger. Um. And we found out, we originally found out the first two members of Sanity were uh, uh, Sawyer Fulton. He's doing things. Um, hey, good for him. Good, good for him. him. He was dra- We drafted him to Raw in the fantasy draft mm-hmm. uh, for another team because we thought it would be punishment. Um, uh, he's uh, teaming with Alexander Wolf. Uh, and they had the match with um, uh, uh, Brood and Dillinger while they had two other accomplices at ringside. By the way, side note. Really loved their entrance. I thought it was yeah. really well done. Um, yeah. It was it was it was creepy, but not like in a decay kind of way. Like yeah. And I think 
Um, we'll it was talk- very. I think DNA is trying to copy it. They are. Um, it's very Shield esque, but also still very has enough differences to what the Shield was. Um, you know, I think they've done a. I, maybe it's also because NXT's done a really good job with like entrances and and that kind of side of things. But like just the way they frame certain things and the way they made it look, it looked really great. It kind of um, reminded me of Mr. Robot. Yeah, very much so. Um, but then they had the match with Rude and Dillinger, um, <laughs> to which so Rude, good. which Rude, it, it literally lasted two minutes, if not, if that, uh, because Rude attempted to save Dillinger and then realized, nope, I'm okay, and then just <laughs> leave with his robe still on. Yes, um, he never took his robe off. That was the best part. Right, um, perfect. Just really amazing, and, and and I'm excited for assumedly the the Bobby Roode Ty Dillinger program that we going yeah, forward. Yeah, well, we'll we'll need a big match. We'll need another big singles match because I assume the finals for this are going to be a takeover Toronto, right? Yeah, I think he, well uh, either that or the semis and the finals. Okay, so yeah, so we'll need some big singles matches, and well, we got a couple of announcements to make after we get through our good, bad, and change. We do, yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a, a, a you know. They picked up the win, uh, and then uh, the smaller of the accomplices began to attack Ty afterwards. Uh, I loved this so yes. damn much. It was so it was perfect. It was perfectly yeah. done. Which they revealed to be uh, uh, the former Nikki Storm, uh, now Nikki Cross, um, uh, which was I think a cool surprise. Uh, I, I, again, I like that they're doing. It goes through some of the stuff we'll probably talk about later in the show, but that they're finding new stuff to do with some of the women and giving them roles. And I like that they put Nikki in this role of, you know, being one of those sanity members. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the leader ultimately revealed to be Eric Young, um, uh, which I thought was really cool. Uh, it did give an, I, I didn't notice it until people pointed it out. Uh, the Canadian flag on his yes. jacket did yes. give it away. I, I saw it immediately. I saw it immediately. I'm like, oh, that's Eric Young. This yeah. is going to be great. And I, I want to say this. I think if Bobby Roode knew that was Eric Young, that's, yeah. he would have gone right back. It would been like, oh, it's Eric Young. <laughs> Go right I, I, and save time. I like that it was super convenient that Roode walked out before Young got revealed. Like the universes haven't like crossed mm-hmm. yet. I think well, that's really cool. I, I think it's also really funny that Eric Young is once again allying himself with someone who used to be named Storm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's 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 perfect. I thought it I thought it worked really well. Um, and and I didn't mind that it was a shorter match. Like I, I didn't like obviously when people think of a tournament like this, they think of really competitive matches throughout. But I thought this was good. Well, yeah. I mean, w- when I saw that it was uh, Ty and Rude against Sandy, I'm like, that doesn't seem accurate because neither of those entities can really lose. Right, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you kind of knew it was going to be something like this. And doing it in the first round is totally fine. If they did this, like, in the semis, yeah, that would have been a little bitter pill to swallow. But doing it in the first round is totally cool. Yeah, totally. Um, I, I thought it worked perfectly. Um and and I'm really enjoying uh, the debut of Sanity. Um, I also really love Bobby Roode's post match promo where he was like, "Ty Dillinger begged to be my partner." In this. 
you guys, Bobby Roode is really good at doing things. <laughs> I, I this is I'm all my like worries about Bobby Roode coming to NXT have been pretty much swept away. Like he's doing really great stuff right now. I I'd say your worries about Eric Young should be swept away too. Well, yeah, I I, I think especially with the presentation and stuff like that they showed. Um, uh, I also just think it's also really cool that we have a stable, really, because it feels like so long ago, like I, a proper stable. Like, and, you know. and it's not just a stable. It's a stable with a tag team, a singles mm-hmm. wrestler, and a female wrestler. Yeah. When was the last time we had that? In WWE. In, in WWE. In wrestling, it's, you know, we've had it. Like Worldwide Underground is a thing, right. obviously. But in WWE, I don't remember the last time we had it. Like, it's like I, I can't like, even think of like, any time really. Well, well, no, DX. Yeah, DX would be the that, closest. That's what immediately springs to mind. But otherwise, I can't think of any. They had like a singles, a tag, and a female wrestler. Cause yeah, because normally, normally females usually are kind of for the most part are like in their own world, so to speak, in WWE, where they're very mm-hmm. distant from what the men do. It, very rarely do they interact. So I like that, that Nikki's in there. And I think it also, like you said, not to say that Eric Young has flaws, but could cover up some stuff that, like, like maybe Eric kind of showed in the match with Joe, as far as, like, style-wise and stuff like that. The presentation of it could really go a long way. And, um, and good for Fulton and Wolf for, you know, finding something and... and uh, you know, getting a shot at something really. Yeah, because it I, feels like those are those are guys that are like, okay, they've been here for a long time. What are we gonna do with them? It's, it's like the so. Jason Jordan and um, yeah, and um, Ty Dillinger thing. Kind of like, all right, we gotta use these guys. We have to do something with them. But, yeah, but yeah, like I already feel more invested in Sandy in one episode than I do for TM61 or for the Authors of Pain combined. Yeah, and we don't really have a backstory on them either. So yeah, no, but you know what? It's enough. Like we know Eric Young. Yeah, like we know Eric Young's personality, and we know that that's what he—that's like his thing. So we don't necessarily mm-hmm. need a backstory for it just yet. Right now, the presentation is exactly what you need. Yeah, and I was kind of worried that the whole that they were going to be too similar to the authors of Pain. Like just in presentation wise, but I think they've done enough to differentiate them to where it's two very different things. Yeah, definitely. Um, which which I appreciate. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for that going forward. What's your uh, what's your other good for this week? Um, my good this week, it's go- <laughs> it's gonna go to Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. Yeah, I love it. Uh, it's it's a it's an NXT Women's Division staple. Two caddy women insulting <laughs> a third. <laughs> it's, put them in a tag team. It, put them in a tag team. It's tried. It's true. It always works, especially if the two women have accents. Well, yeah, because I feel like ever since <laughs> they signed, ever since they signed the two, it's like they're kind of made to be a tag team. Yeah, like both are Australian. Both got signed like around the same time. Like. I, I, I don't know why like I, I think they still work with their gimmicks, but like I didn't know why they like gave them these two separate gimmicks that are kind of, really kind of different. But like I, I think it still works. Like 
Uh, but like you said, all they have to do is be like catty and you know make fun of Liv Morgan. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sold. Yeah, um, I, I'm just waiting for the moment when Liv Morgan finds that mirror and eventually turns. Yeah, <laughs> it, you know it's gonna happen. It's mm-hmm. gonna. That's how it always happens. Yeah, the match was good too with her and Liv. I thought it was. Yeah, the, it was well the match was. I mean, they're getting there. You know, we're not quite where we should be with the women's division. More on that later. But mm-hmm. um. But yeah, I mean they're getting there. It's gonna take a little while. Like the women's division especially got fleeced. So, yeah. you know, we gotta build some people back up and I think they're doing a good job with it. No one's ready to take Asuka yet, obviously. But Yeah. But I mean they don't have to be because of things we're going to talk about later. <laughs> right. <laughs> um so Eamon, uh not every show is perfect. We all know this. Uh what will be your bad this week? My bad for this week, and it may also be my change. I Depends how I phrase it. My bad for this week. I feel really bad for Buddy Murphy and Wesley Blake. Mm. I've, I'm bad. I feel bad that they got the Samoa Joe treatment. Yeah, because I feel people didn't know what to think when they were wrestling, like when they first came out to wrestle each other, and then they started to do stuff. And I thought the crowds was slow was slowly getting into it. And I, because I think people personally, like I, I'm cool with both of the guys. I think Buddy Murphy has a lot of potential, and. Yeah, when I was watching that match, it was almost like watching Billy Gun uh, Bark Gun versus Bark Gun. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. Like both guys are good, but they never really had that thing that put them over the top. Yeah, but like as soon as as soon as they started like wrestling a bit more, I was like, okay, I want to see where this goes. Like I want to see where this match kind of goes. Um, and I was like, oh, they've, they're kind of in like the main event spot. Like this, that's kind of interesting. And then Joe just came out. Come well, Buddy got a cool dive in, which is yeah, nice. yeah. He got he did like a really sick plancha over the top. Yeah, but then like Joe came out and wrecked them, and I was like, and 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 I've loved the Joe like the Joe stuff recently. Uh, I wish they would have done it for a different match. And I, you know, and this sounds really shitty, but stay with me here. Okay. Um, I, you know what match he should have done it for? <laughs> Liv Morgan versus Billy Kay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't yeah. have to. He doesn't have to. Like, he can just intimidate them. But that's the thing, because he said he would raise the stakes. He would mm-hmm. raise the stakes if Regal wasn't going to give him what he wants. What if he went after Liv and like tried to like intimidate her or something and made it look like he was going to beat her up? That would give Regal enough incentive to be like, "Fine, take action." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I I don't know. I just feel like sacrificing Murphy and Blake because now where do they go? Like, I mean. They both feud of Samoa Joe, right? Naturally. Totally. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I, I mean, I'm with you on that. Like, I I don't know why Blake and Murphy were fighting, but I kind of, like, halfway through, like you said, I kind of wanted to see what was going to happen. Well, I know why they were, but, but because we've had them have dissension for, like, what, five months now? <laughs> well, I mean, but they were officially broken up, and they're... There haven't really been any segments with them like, hey, top that, Murphy. There were because they both lost everything. Well, there was there was I remember they did that once, but it was just on the YouTube channel. Like they they didn't feature on the show, but it was like I think it was when one of them wrestled Nakamura and one of them wrestled Abushi on the same show. Yeah. And then like it was literally them being like basically like that. Like, yeah, top that. And then like Blake comes in like with his ass kicked by Ibushi and, and Murphy just comes by. He's like, hey, how'd that go? 
I like I like Blake and Murphy. Like as as wrestlers and as as guys with potential, I want to see what they can do. Like you know, I I you know, I I, I feel like they should have given them something. Yeah, I mean, hopefully we'll get maybe another blow off at the pay per view. Maybe that'd be cool. Like, I mean, like it'd be. <laughs> It'd be really funny if they're like, Mr. Regal, we want a cage so no one can interfere in our match. And I was so worried. Like, like, have, have we ever had a cage match, jobber match? That would be great. That would, that would be, be really amazing. Great. Like, I was very happy with the crowd in this match, though, because I've, I've crapped on the full sale crowd recently. Um, um, I, I was waiting for them to start a We Want Alexa chant. Like, I was just waiting on that. Because it would have fit perfectly. Well, I mean, but like, we all. Yeah. Well, yeah. But I, I, I think I, I think the crowd was slowly getting... My, my bigger problem with it was the crowd was slowly getting into the match, I felt. Mm-hmm. Like, if this was just a match where the crowd was dead and Joe came out, then it would have gotten that pop. Yeah. But, like, I feel like the crowd was into this match, so it was like... Yeah, I think they started getting into it. Like once they realized yeah. who they were supposed to be cheering and who they were supposed to be booing, mm-hmm. because honestly, it's been unclear. Yeah. Like Blake has seemed a bit, bit more heelish, but Putty Murphy hasn't exactly endeared himself. To well, anyone. I mean, he's well, I mean, he's beautiful, blonde, bodacious. Every other people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's oh, God. Yeah, and boring. They forgot that B word. Oh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. How about blah? Have a blah. That's a B word. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> all right. Uh. My bad this week. It's gonna go to Peter Griffin versus the Chicken. Okay. Shinsuke Nakamura and Smojo. Oh, it's, really? It's gonna go to them. Too many times. Too many times. <laughs> <laughs> like I get it. I understand what we are going for here. That didn't need to stretch out as long as it did. Yeah. Especially will... for the underwhelming announcement that it's just going to be a one-on-one match. Yeah, that's the thing that kind of got me, was that Regal's like, they'll wrestle one-on-one. Okay, this because that thing made it seem like you were going to add some step. Okay, whatever. I mean, uh, we still could, I guess. But, but yeah. I mean, I feel like, like if you're going to have a, an extended... 15 minute like oh holding them back holding them back and they're going again and they're holding them back they're holding them back and they're going again at like five times like all yeah, the... yeah. but props did you see Mata from Tough Enough as one of the security guards I did yes good for him good, good for, him. for him good for him he w- he was actually one of the good guys on Tough Enough so <laughs> um I I this I and it's a dumb thing to like about it. I like when they went like when they took Nakamura back and you got to see like the basic like the, gorilla like the gorilla position of full sail. I hope um, they call that the dusty position. Oh, that'd be cool. I think they actually I think they do. Ah, awesome. I mean it, it, it makes sense. Yeah. Um but yeah, it, it was yeah. I, I, there's just something about seeing that side because it, especially with NXT, everything's so like whitewashed where you don't get to see the backs. You know, everything's polished. Everything's polished there. So I thought it, I thought that was cool. Yeah. But I also thought it was cool like that one time. Didn't when uh, the revival jumped Champa out of the interview area into the building? I'm like, that means they filmed it at the same time. Cool. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, no, I, I understand what you're saying, though. All right. Um. So, Eamon, um, do you have anything you'd change about NXT this week? Uh. Well, my change would probably be the <laughs> have Samoa Joe stock Liv Morgan, I guess. Um. <laughs> Um, can I do a? Can I also now that I realize since uh, from last week's episode, can I also give a bath to something from last week's episode or sure. a change? Or yeah, it's sure. probably more of a change. Um, Patrick Clark. Oh, <laughs> I forgot about his gear. Well, no, it's not just the gear because he has a match with Rich Swan last week, and during his entrance, he clearly does something su- too suggestive. Because the the crowd goes like an oh, and you can see people's reactions, and you can see Rich's reaction, but the camera's just on Rich and stays on Rich for too long. Mm-hmm. So it was clear like they cut something. <laughs> Is can you can we make better attempts at this whole LGBT uh, initiative? WWE. <laughs> Wait, what? What did he do though? I don't know. I well, I don't know because they you couldn't see okay. it. But like it was definitely something where the crowd like had a reaction and he was definitely being very like flamboyant, you know, flamboyant. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Hey, Hey, Amen. <laughs> some people just get in that ring to touch big, hot, sweaty men. I mean, hey, some, some people do it. <laughs> At least he's being honest. Um, but yeah, yeah, that was my change. God damn it. Uh, I, my change, uh, it's it's the same thing I mention every time these guys are on. TM61, speak. Speak. Give me oh, something. Yeah. Give me something. I got a tournament win. Anything. Uh, yeah. Give me, I, 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 at I, this I, point, I would have preferred um, Tino Sabatelli. You know what? Because I know about Tino Sabatelli. You know how I know about Tino Sabatelli? Breaking ground. Right. Well, yeah. I would have preferred him. I, no, I thought I, 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 that was my other possible change, possible good. Uh, I thought that match was really good. Yeah, no, the match uh, was fine. Uh, I have nothing against TM61's wrestlers, but uh, they need to talk. No, I, I, Abra I la boca. Um, <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I, I don't, also, I don't know if we're going to see more of Tino and, and Riddick based off of uh, a match they had on an NXT house show. That, uh, oh, probably <laughs> not. Uh, that caused an injury. Um, we'll get to that. But um, uh, ooh, I, I didn't hear about this. Okay. Oh, oh, you. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I, that's the third thing we'll talk about. That breaking uh, news. A third thing that Mister Regal announced. Breaking news um, on the midweek war. <laughs> yes, uh, I, I'm surprised you didn't hear about it. Um, but I thought they did well in the match. Like for, I was worried how Tino and Riddick were going to come off, and I thought they came off well. Yeah, I, they I came really like them. They came off like they knew what they were doing, which mm-hmm. is good. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. Like for both of them making their debuts in the tournament, that's that was I thought they were really good. Yeah. All right. Uh so Eamon, where would you rank NXT this week? Ooh, this is a toughie. Um it is gonna be number two. I was very debating this between one and two, and i and I've been for the last couple of weeks. Uh NXT has been doing some good stuff lately, I think. Okay. Alright. Uh yeah, it's gonna be number two for me. Um I'll get into the reasons why it's a much easier pick for me. I, mm. I did lucha things this week, Eamon. You did lucha things. I did, I did you lucha did, things. You did good, good lucha things. I did a good lucha thing. Um, but yeah, uh, it's number two for me this week. I really liked um, 
like the Sanity debut. Mm-hmm. Like that 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 was key. Like they could the rest of the show could have been shit and it still would have been number two for me because of Sanity. I thought that was great. Everything about that, Bobby Roode leaving, all that stuff. It was perfect. Yeah. Oh, sign and because I just thought of this. You didn't like Shane Thorne of TM61 like trying to like kiss up to the ring announcer and like sh- like flex towards her. I thought that was personality. No, no, nope. Okay, nope. I, Eamon, I don't even know. It was something. I don't know was, which one Shane Thorne is. He's the orange one with the weird hair. That that could be both of them. I would that's know. Not, no, that's not Nick Miller's very like. No, I'm sorry. Uh, unless I'm Nick looking Miller, at Nick, them. I don't know. Nick Miller looks like about. Nick Miller looks like me. Like, <laughs> no, you look like Primo. We've discussed this. N- not anymore. Okay. Well, maybe. N- maybe all right. Whatever. Maybe not. With, maybe not do you want the man bun or anything like that? <laughs> that's fair. Do you want to get into the news? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do some news. News hitting you first on the midweek war. <laughs> so a lot of things have happened in the last twenty-four hours when it comes to Yeah. Me. Seriously. Um, tell me the thing I don't know about first, and we'll yeah. get to the other two things. Uh, well, um, uh, I mentioned uh, the Tino and Riddick thing. Uh, they had a, ma- a tag match on uh, NXT House Show in Florida with uh, Shinsuke Nakamura and Hideo Itami. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, oh, no. Amen. Um, unfortunately, a power slam went wonky. Oh, no. Uh, Hideo was actually out of action. God so, damn it! Hold on. Hold on. Only till December. He says he's going to be on the Jap- uh, the Japanese tour for NXT. Mm. So it's not he's not off he's not gone for like a year and a half again. Mm. He is out of the Dusty Classic. Mm. But mm. but Mike but what Mr. Regal announced uh, t- uh, his replacement oh, to team with Kota Ibushi. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, let me guess because I don't know who this is. Okay. Um I'll I'll ask for is it someone from Cruiserweight Classic? Yes. Is it Jack Gallagher? No. Fuck. <laughs> is it, it... It ain't Zack Sabre Jr., is it? It's not. Fuck! I'm caring less and less. <laughs> it's a, it's a, you're, you're making it seem worse than it is. Who is it? Who is it? Just tell me. Uh, it's champion, TJ Perkins. <sighs> okay. I think that's cool. Yeah, he, he they wrestled in the semis. I I think that's a cool story you can tell. I I think Perkins brings a bit of you know, big you know stuff to that. You know, I I think it's a, I think it's a decent choice for what happened. You know, what I mean? yeah, I guess I I was just really looking forward to that team of Ibushi and Tazawa would Tazawa. Oh, Tazawa would have been perfect. I forgot about Tazawa. Yeah, but that's okay. Um, God damn it, but, uh, but like I said, he won't. Or Ibushi and Metallic. Fuck. Metallic. That would that'd have been be, sick. That'd be cool, too. Um, but yeah, he, Hideo's only out for like a month and a half or something. He'll be back. By yeah, I December. know, but it just, it just sucks. Yeah. I was, looking cause I was looking forward to Hideo and Ares. Yeah. Because I assume that's what we were going to get a takeover. Yeah. God, yeah. But, uh, mm. Poor Hideo. I feel really bad for him. <laughs> yeah, they, there's video online of the, the, the move, and it's nasty. Yeah. Uh, oh. um, but, hey. Uh, so, speaking of, speaking of TakeOver, Eamon. Speaking of TakeOver. 
Um, so, and also speaking of injuries, someone has miraculously recovered <laughs> from getting hit by the Hogwarts Express. Eamon, who is facing Asuka Takeover? Uh, a returning Mickey James. Hardcore country. This was a surprise today. Yeah, that's amazing. I think it's really smart. I think it's a super smart move. Um, I think it's fantastic. Yeah, it's such a weird like dream match. Like it's 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 very much like I don't even know what that match looks like. I don't either. Like uh, no, I do you think this is their way of saying, "Hey, guess what? We're going to do a women's tournament." next like in the coming year that'd be a good way to introduce it because could you imagine if they can pull like mickey victoria and Mm -hmm. and molly holly back yeah just just for the tournament and i don't don't know if molly would do it Uh, i think molly would do it but like a like a jazz maybe like like because hell those are the three that did the king of trios uh yeah jazz would be awesome too he's still very good in the ring See, like, oh, I'm not um, that surprised. She was good in TNA. Oh yeah, yeah, but even I mean, she had a kid and like all that stuff. So yeah, yeah, but she had a match after the kid. <laughs> You're right. She no, had no, she did. She had a match I'll, with James Storm for Christ's sake. But she also had a match after she got hit by a train. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I'm excited for this. This will this will be really fun. I I don't think Matt, Matt Carlin's posted it on the Facebook. I don't think it's a it's you know taking a shot at the women that are already there. Because, I don't think it is either. Because I think the story is that nobody can beat Oscar. Nobody's ready to beat Oscar. I I'd revise my position on that because mm. Nikki Storm or Nikki Cross. <laughs> I, I, think she I, I think I think that's a ready-made thing right there. But Oscar's yeah, but that's all, but that's all, and that's all. But that's also just because of Nikki's past too. Like we have, she has this past reputation of being a really great women's wrestler. Well, I mean, you know? but honestly, I've never seen her wrestle. Yeah, I've never seen her wrestle. I'm just saying, based off of the bit, and based off time, though. based off yeah. But I time wise, she's still on a level playing field. I think with some of those girls, but you know, like and and you have to have Oscar on the show, and I'd rather them do this and put Mickey in there as like a you want to prove yourself, prove yourself against one of the best, other than just shoehorning someone in there like a Billy Kay or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they also don't have to pull someone from the main roster to do it too. Yeah, that's true. Like it's kind of like having. Um... Tyler Breeze wrestle Liger. Yeah, I think it would only, have been, only in reverse. It would have been an insult if they brought someone from the main roster back to wrestle Oscar. That would have, that would have been the insult. Oh, uh, I think it depends on who. It depends. Like if they brought back Sasha to do it or something along that lines. Well, like, I, feel I mean, like Sasha because she's the Raw Women's Champion right now. But if they brought in Bailey or Nia, I don't think that's an insult. Right. I don't think that's an insult but, at all. But I think it's more of a. I, I think it could be perceived more as one, just because I feel like that's a case of well, we don't have any girls. Let's bring a girl that we already called up. Like I feel like because this is somebody who hasn't been in WWE for six, seven years or whatever, mm-hmm. like, and who has a name value, like like you said, it's like a Breeze Liger thing. Like it's it's much more. You know, could you imagine if they brought in Maria? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that 
have been hilarious. Uh, that would have that would have been hilarious. It would have been a terrible match, but mm-hmm. um, but yeah, like okay, if it wasn't Mickey James, who would mm-hmm. you have picked? Like, like outside of the uh, like WWE oh, women's division. I'm trying to think of somebody who would be because I have an idea for a story, and this will require a lot of inside baseball stuff. Yeah, but I think Oscar saying that no one else in the division is ready to face her sounds to me like a slap in the face of the woman who's training them. Oh, that would have been cool. Like, I because I mean. If you can't if you can't find someone externally, go really meta and internal about it. That could be fun. Like Asuka and Sarah Del Rey. I think that would have been really cool. Like like if Asuka is going running through these women, like injuring Liv Morgan, injuring Billy Kay, injuring Peyton Royce. Like and mm-hmm. every time we go back to the trainer and Sarah Amato's like over there, like, Liv, are you okay? She's like Oh, Oscar's just too tough. Oscar's just too like holding her head, holding her arm, whatever. And they're all yeah. doing it. And Oscar's like, huh, you Americans, you can't train women very well, can you? <laughs> like, oh, would have been really, really good. Yeah. I, I think that would be fun. Because I we need and Sarah's, and one Sarah Del Rey match. Yeah. That's all we I, that's all I want. Just one Sarah Del Rey match in WWE. Yeah, and she's got the name value, and she's wrestled Oscar before on the Independence, so I, I think that could be really fun. I, I think that would have been would have been a cool way to go about it. Because other than her, like I can't think of like the closest would be like of prominence would be like a Candice LeRae, but even still, like that's somebody who's like not even at not necessarily completely to that level mm-hmm. of like an Oscar or somebody like that or Sarah Del Rey. Um, yeah, and she doesn't tough. have like the name recognition that that Mickey James would have. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like especially Trish just announced she's pregnant again, so there goes that idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lita ain't doing it. <laughs> Bri- Brie Bella ain't doing it. Aw. <laughs> well no, she's pregnant. Well yeah. But but uh yeah, so but I I would love to see because you could do that for WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Shit, that would be a really cool way to send Oscar off. Yeah, to the main roster, that would be really, really fun. Like, and just like I think they should do that at the like have Regal and Joe to send Joe off too. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Regal's wrestling ever again. Though, so, I yeah. know he's not, but God, I wish he yeah. would. <laughs> All right, uh, so Eamon, that third bit of news. Um, now keep in mind, <laughs> keep in mind. This third bit might be slightly spoilery. It's slightly spoilery, but it was announced on WWE, so we are speculating. Triple H took a mark photo with this person, so it's got to be true. (laughs) It's got to be true. Um, Eamon, NXT is about to get a lot more boring! Aw, that's a great way to introduce it. (laughs) I I feel bad saying that, but... uh, I don't... Yeah, um, I, I I don't completely disagree. Um, uh, Roderick Strong uh, is at full sale. Yep. Um, the rumors are the, the rumors were swirling that he was going to get signed. Um, cool for him. Like, 
<laughs> I mean, he's probably Austin Aries' partner, right? Like we even speculated, we even speculated about this before on the show. Generate, generate, and they were Generation Next. They just got to take out the E, and it's yeah, Generation NXT. Yeah, um, cool. I, I, I'm trying to think of something diplomatic to say other than cool for him. Um, I'm, if you Roger Strong, Roger Strong has a lot to prove. Yeah, if you listen to us talk uh, uh, Ring of Honor on the midweek call before. Um, we aren't the biggest Roderick Strong fans. Um, no, no, don't get me wrong. Uh, we're not talking about his wrestling. His wrestling, perfectly fine in the ring. Yeah. Um, it's everything else. He's kind of just your... He's, he's, he's what everyone thinks of when they think of an indie wrestler. He's indie Randy Orton. Yeah. Like and and like if, if, if you like if you like if you like Randy Orton, you'll like Roddy Strong probably. But like 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 all those like like think of like your wrestling fan friend who had like all these terrible perceptions like that always crapped on like indie wrestling in like two thousand eight or something like that, and think of their vision of what an indie wrestler looks like. That's Roger Strong. If you've ever played a wrestling video game and gone to create a wrestler, and once you open it up. You just save it and play as that wrestler without altering anything. That's Roderick Strong. Yeah. <laughs> all he needs is like all he needs is like four super four more variations of a super kick and like six thirty splashes, and then he's like everyone's creator wrestler. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it should be interesting. Uh, NXT has turned me around on people before. That's true. Yeah. So I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I look at this as a clean slate. But um, got some work to do, Roddy. Yeah. Got some work to do. Being if, around if, Austin Aries is going to help. If you think you don't like TM61 because they, they don't do promos. <laughs> <laughs> but being around Austin Aries, I feel, will help him. Possibly. I hope it does anyway because I really dig Austin Aries. It'll either help, it'll either help him or it will really highlight his issues. I wonder if the injury to Atami will change where Ares goes in the tournament. Possibly. I could I could see them altering plans on that. Yeah. All right. Um. So yeah, I think that's it for NXT, right? Even do we have anything else we want to touch on? Uh, that's all. That's all the news. <laughs> that's uh, all the news. Okay. To fit, that's fit to print. Yes, um, that, yeah, that's how things are looking so far. All right, um, so, Eamon, where can the good people of the internet find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at eamon 2 please. You can also check out Inspire Pro Wrestling, the company I work for, over at inspireprowrestling.com, uh, and get tickets for our October 29th event featuring the stars of Chikar Pro Wrestling. Uh, go check us out. Excellent. And you can find me at madmike 4 aa 3 on the Twitter machines. Um, Hit us up on our Facebook group. Tell us what you think about the uh, uh, Mickey James inclusion and takeover. Tell us what you think about Roderick Strong. If you think we're wrong about Roddy, give us some matches to watch. Us, to watch, we'll gladly watch and then still maybe probably, think, like probably think the same about Roddy Strong. But <laughs> but we are open to opinions. Um, but yeah, uh, hit us up at Mayhem Show. I do live tweets. I haven't done a live tweet for NXT in a while. I will try and change that next week. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so, for Eamon Payton, I'm Ed Mike, and this has been your Mid Week Walk!